I'm Derek Thompson, longtime writer with The Atlantic magazine on tech, culture, and politics. There is a lot of noise out there, and my goal is to cut through the headlines, loud tweets, and hot takes in my new podcast, Plain English. I'll talk to some of the smartest people I know to give you clear viewpoints and memorable takeaways. Plain English starts November 16th. Listen for free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. It's New York, New York, presented by FanDuel. Take a shot at betting the NBA with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub, filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explore page and the Pulse and bet live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. It is emergency green room time here from Radio Row. And, you know, we just had Victor Cruz a few minutes ago. You thought I'd be in a position where, okay, feed up rest of the day, could go do television, make it nice and easy. But no, we ought to have a blockbuster train the NBA with James Harden, Ben Simmons, Mr. Curry, all involved in a little train, a little brouhaha between the Brooklyn Nets and the... Philadelphia 76ers. And look, let me make this clear from a Brooklyn perspective. James Harden didn't want to be there. He didn't want to be there. They were in a position where they were stuck between a rock and a hard place. Rock and a hard place where Brooklyn knows they have a player who doesn't want to be there. They know they're in a delicate, tricky situation. He could end up opting in for like crazy, crazy money next year. And they go and make a trade and get one of the more talented yet, I don't even know what word I'm looking for to describe Ben Simmons. I don't want to say troubled. I think the word is perplexing. Super talent. Wonder about where he is mentally. Wonder about his shooting touch. I mean, the guy can't hit a free throw. Guy couldn't hit a layup last year for the Philadelphia 76ers. I would argue Brooklyn is getting a guy, though, that, can be in the perfect situation. Why do I say that? 
when you go to the Nets, and this is going to bother the Nets fan, and I think for the folks who are here nationally, they're not going to understand this. They're like, oh, Ben Simmons, New York. That's not going to work. That's not going to make sense. Hold on a second now. He's not going to the Knicks. He's not going to be the number one player on the New York Knickerbockers, where every move is scrutinized, everything you look at is dissected, blah, 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 blah. It's not going to be that way for Simmons. He's the third guy on that team. Assuming they can get Irving on the court playing in home games, which obviously is going to take some time with the vaccine mandate and whatnot. Whenever that happens, right? Whenever that happens, Simmons is the third guy on that team. It's as simple as that. Then you throw in Curry, who is an unbelievable shooter. He's not his brother, obviously, but he has really developed the niche as far as being the perfect 3 and D type of guy to have at the next level. I'm a huge fan of Steph Curry. Steph Curry, whatever. Steph Curry, you get my drift, all right? We know he's not Steph. Let's put it that way. From that standpoint, I like it for Brooklyn because they got a guy who didn't want to be there, got some picks, got some guys who could help them, and away they go. Now, listen, Philly gets the guy they wanted. They wanted James Harden. Daryl Morey wanted James Harden. Now their hope is that, okay, Harden, off the ball, punish spacing, or I should say on the ball, now can go work his magic with Embiid. I get that from Philly's standpoint. Listen, this is a trade I actually like a lot for both teams. I really do. I don't know how anybody could roast Brooklyn for this. They were stuck between a rock and a hard place. They had a guy who didn't want to be there. Simple as that. All right, calls. Let's go here. Morris is going to lead us off. Morris, take it away, baby. How we doing? Wow, JJ. Wow, JJ. What a fucking blockbuster that this is. It's really, really crazy. This trade really improves both teams on both sides. Just my only, really, like, at the end of the day for me, the only way the Nets are winning the finals, though, is if they have Kyrie playing all games. Uh, I would agree with that. You're going to need Kyrie Irving on the floor at some point. Kyrie Irving has to play all of these games. But I, I think we're under the understanding that's going to happen at some point. Correct, Morris? Yeah, and especially with the uh, with the mass mandate being uh, lessened yesterday in New York, which is great. And now they the Nets also prepare themselves for everything to come. They have Andre Drummond now to guard and be uh, possibly to have a top five defender in the league with Ben Simmons, which is going to guard Giannis and every single type of player along those lines throughout the rest of the playoffs. So I really think the Nets improve themselves. And on the 76ers side, Harden's, a, as much as he didn't want to be in Brooklyn, you saw when he came to Brooklyn last year, how good he wanted to be. So I think the same way when he goes to Philadelphia, he's going to want to be that good with Embiid. He's going to be a fucking monster. And both these teams are really drastically today. Look, Philadelphia gets the guy they want. But now James Harden, for the second year in a row, forces himself into a situation. And that's all you need to know about Harden. Harden is not a guy that I can trust in the long term. That's just all there is to it. He showed that in Houston. He's now showed that in Brooklyn. And the idea that Brooklyn should have bent over backwards and did everything in their power to make James Harden happy, what do you what do you want them to do? I mean, what do you want the Brooklyn Nets to do? They brought him in. They paid him a ton of money. He was unhappy with the Kyrie situation, Morris. Wait, 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 that sucks. It was, it was a lousy situation for everybody involved. But Brooklyn had to pivot from that. They had to move on from that. I agree. I agree. Just the only – it's going to hurt come to bite them in the ass in the playoffs. That's the only way I see it, with, especially with Arden playing all seven games of a potential series and Kyrie only playing three to four. What's going to be interesting, Morris – What's going to be very interesting, and I appreciate the call, 
is the idea now of having Harden and Simmons going against each other in the postseason. I mean, think about that for a minute. You could have James Harden back in Brooklyn. All right, he's not going to get roasted. Ben Simmons back in Philadelphia for a playoff series. Oh, baby, where do I sign for that? Let's head to Connor, who's up next. He joins us. Hello, Connor. How we doing? Yes, Connor. Got on mute. Let's go. Hey, John. How you doing, man? My- Connor, fantastic, bro. We're doing fantastic. I'm happy that that Harden gets a, a new environment here in Philly. I feel like all it's going to do is just up the uh, MVP case for Embiid right there. Um, I'm really excited to see them play together, but I got to talk about my Knicks a little bit. Are we going to do anything on this deadline? You know, we're waiting to hear what the Knicks are going to do. I know a lot of people want Julius Randle out of here in the absolute worst way, but easier said than done, Connor. I mean, people are going to make the argument for a Randle trade. There's only a certain amount of possibilities that are going to, you know, take shape from a a cap standpoint that will allow it to work out. Sacramento was one of those teams. After Sacramento made the big deal that they did, I can't imagine Julius Randle is traded between now and today. I, I I hope that he is. I'll be dancing if we find out that Julius Randle is traded at some point. I just do not expect that to be the case. Yeah, it seems like with the Kings, at least, like Fox is the future for them. I, that, that's who they're sticking with. But uh, I wanted to know your thoughts on, on Cam Reddish. Would you be down with them moving him for almost nothing? To- you know, I don't understand why the Knicks brought in Cam Reddish to begin with, quite frankly, Connor. Why did they bring him in to begin with? There was a situation where they traded a first-round pick for a guy who's got upside, for a guy who's got potential. He should be playing, as far as I'm concerned. The fact that he is not playing makes absolutely no sense to me. No sense. So, yeah, I mean, you can flip him. That's all well and good. He he should be playing right about now. Let's head to Motis, who is up next. What's happening, Motis? What's up, JJ? What's going on, man? Motis, all is good. What's shaking? I mean, when you're looking at this trade, I'm just glad the Nets were able to swallow their pride, and I think they made you know, the right choice in getting Ben. I think in terms of fit, Ben Simmons is awesome for them. They can run him at, honestly, a point center role, kind of similar to what Giannis does, and also getting Seth Curry. That's awesome. Having another shooter there, um, especially you know for the games that Kyrie's going to be missing, especially with the vaccine mandate, that's going to really help them out. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to start playing right away, but uh, probably a week or two to ramp up. I think this is an awesome trade for the Nets. Um, I'm glad that they uh, swallowed their pride and took kind of like the James Harden trade as a loss a little bit when they traded all those picks and all those young players. But I think this is the right trade for them, and I think this really benefits both teams. I would agree with that, Motis. I think it is a win-win. The Sixers get the guy they wanted in Harden. Listen, it's no secret. Daryl Morey has wanted James Harden from the minute he took that job over. The minute he took that job over, he wanted James Harden. Now, this is where you like Harden. Harden is not going to be the number one guy on that Philadelphia team. That is the Joel Embiid show. And if it is not the Joel Embiid show, Philadelphia is making a big mistake. Embiid is an MVP. He is a legitimate stud. He is the guy that's got to be the straw that stirs the drink. Harden playing off the ball or Harden doing his magic. I I keep saying off the ball, excuse me. Harden playing on the ball, running the offense, doing what he needs to do. Fabulous. It's fabulous. And for Brooklyn, listen, you had a guy who didn't want to be there. He didn't want to be there. I I, I can't make it any more crystal clear than that. James Harden did not want to be there. So you get 
a talent in Simmons. You get Curry. You get picks. I think there's a lot to like. Billy joins us. Hello, Billy. Hey, John. How you doing? I told you so. Billy, give you credit. Listen, I was dead wrong. I was dead wrong. I'll take the L. Listen, I, I, I've been taking too many L's over the last couple of days, to be honest with you, bro. So I was dead wrong on that. Uh, give you credit. Harden ends up going. And you get, I think all things considered, a pretty good trade in the process. You really do. Drummond is a really underrated piece of this trade. I mean, I wanted him last year when the Lakers ended up scooping him up after the buyout. But we've needed a guy that can box out and get rebounds for a long time. And he just fits perfectly. And especially with Simmons and all the shooters that we have now. I mean, Patty Mills, when Joe Harris comes back, and Seth Curry on the perimeter. I mean, Ben Simmons doesn't even have to think about shooting the ball. Oh, yeah. And then a guy named Kevin Durant, too. He's not. Well, I like the idea of Simmons now playing with a guy like Durant, playing with a guy like Kyrie. You're not asking Ben Simmons to go and be a threat, doing his magic, working his magic, shooting the basketball. He don't have magic shooting the basketball. Let him go and be a distributor. Let him do what he does best, play defense, run the floor, make things happen from that perspective. That's why for Brooklyn, you had an asset that was making a ton of money that could have opted in and made that much more money over the next couple of years. You now say goodbye to that and get some pieces that really work and really make a lot of sense. Also, I mean, you give Sean Marks two first-round draft picks, he's laughing. I mean, that guy is an amazing drafter. The balls to make this deal on this timeline. I love my GM. I love my GM. Well, listen, it is, Billy, let's be honest, bro. It's a very ballsy trade from Marks' perspective. I don't think it's a ballsy trade from a Philadelphia perspective because, look, Simmons was not playing. They wanted James Harden there. I mean, you'd make the argument they're getting the best player in the deal. Brooklyn, though, is trading them to a team within the conference. Like, you, you could be playing James Harden in a postseason series, which is crazy to think about. That could happen. The great Andrew in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, joins us. Hello, Andrew. What's going on, man? John, you went from talking to a Super Bowl champion on Super Bowl, Super Bowl Row to now doing NBA. That's why you're the best in the freaking business. Well, listen, I mean, I it, I got to be honest, bro. It's been a whirlwind. I go and do two gambling spots um, before I hop on with Victor Cruz. My phone is blowing up like there's no tomorrow. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And I, and I should have known. You know, I should have known that it was obvious that it was as clear as day that, you know, uh, we had some moving and shaking in the NBA and that James Harden's on the move. So, yeah, we adjust. That's how we roll, bro. Well, the all-important question, John, everyone needs to know. People have been hitting me up last night. People are DMing me saying, ask John, did you take the walk from the hotel to the convention center or did you take the friggin' mega bus like all the other? F oh, no, 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 no. We walked, we walked today and we walked. We had the suit jacket on. Um, I wasn't even sweating, which is beautiful because it's, you know, not even a humid day here out in Los Angeles. Uh, no, there was no, there was no media shuttle. Now I will be Ubering to go do television from the Spotify studios in about, I think an hour and a half. I mean, an hour and a half. That's the thing. Like, I got to do TV later today. I mean, it's a whirlwind. I, I'm doing a baseball show. I don't even know what I'm talking about later today, for goodness sakes. What, do, what are we talking about? Somebody let me know. Well, that's why you're the best in the freaking business. You could, you could do everything. Uh, Renaissance, man. But, John, we need to know, 
okay, with this trade, first of all, look, I like James Harden. I like his game. I, future Hall of Famer. I watched him play in college at Arizona State. Not hating on him, but I'm just asking the question. What's up with this guy? He doesn't want to freaking play anywhere. I mean, what's the story with this guy? Well, I think, you know what, Andrew? It's very symbolic of the modern-day NBA player. Every situation is not good enough. I mean, you think about James Harden. He ate his way out of Houston. The Rockets trade him away. He quit on that team. And he quit on the Nets. I mean, it's as clear as that. You had no interest in playing. You basically had a situation in which, wow, what happened? What happened? Uh, Steve Nash a week ago says, oh, he's not going anywhere. We're not moving him. He's going to be here. He's here to stay. We know Steve Nash was just bullshitting you. I mean, it was as simple as that. That was that was pure bullshit coming from the Brooklyn Net head coach. But I think all things considered, for a devalued asset, they did pretty well in this trade. I think they did. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Curry's a good player. He, he's a good shooter. You can always use a guy who can make a jump shot, John. He can shoot from anywhere on the floor. Uh, you got Simmons, hopefully, you know, he can resurrect himself. Maybe he just needs a change of scenery. I don't know. But with Simmons, John, is he going to play now or is he still having his whatever he issues and he's still not playing? No, I would, I, I, I would expect that he better be on the court within a week. I mean, he better be on the court within a week, right? And listen, I'm not trying to devalue mental health in any way, but that was an untenable situation for him in Philly. Fine. Here's the good news for Simmons in Brooklyn. You're not going to have to worry about cat calls. Nobody cares. I mean, th there are a few Net fans, but it's not like they are going to be raining down booze on Ben Simmons. Like, please, this is not going to be Philadelphia all over again. It's a total. This is Ben Simmons going and playing for a mid-market team. Let's be honest, bro. It really is. No, you're 100% right. It's not It's not the Knicks, all right? Yeah, Ben Simmons with the Knicks would be a disaster, an absolute disaster. Ben Simmons with the Nets, I could roll with that. I could roll with that. Speaking about the Knicks, now what's going on with Julius Randle here? Is he going to get traded? I would Listen, I would love it. I would love it. He's not getting traded, though, because who's taking on the contract? I ask you this question. Andrew, who is taking on the Julius Randle contract? Right. John, can anybody survive a freaking thumbs down in New York? I don't think so. No, no. And I said this the minute it happened. When you try to take on the fans, Andrew, good call as always, you will not win. It's as simple as that. If you think you can take on the fans of New York City and think you're going to get away with it, you are wrong. This is not St. Louis or Kansas City where everybody plays nice. You take on Mets fans, you take on Nick fans, they're going to spit back in your face. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, View its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians 
who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Wow, big day when you hear from the great Anthony and Syosset. Hello, Syosset. How we doing, baby? Hey, how are you, John? Uh, Syosset, by the way, is your Twitter ban over? The people have been asking me. I've been getting bombarded on uh, Twitter, on social media. When is Anthony and Syosset going to be officially unbanned from social media? So you want me to be honest with you about that? Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I think, I think Twitter's on to me. By the way, the reason that they suspended me, and I'm not going to get into it now, is a crock of shit. I mean, I could if, if we ever have another meetup, uh, you know, and the fans want to ask me, I'll tell them in person. But it was an absolute disgrace and hypocrisy. But, you know, that's what Twitter's about. So, listen, the answer is yes, but I'm a little incognito now. I'm sort of feeling it out. I don't want to be too obvious because if the higher-ups at Twitter know it's me, I think I'll get banned again. So, Well, we don't want you banned. We want you back because we know you're a presence. That's what it comes down to. That's the thing. So if you want to give out you know, my address to a few guys that you trust, I'm fine with that. But let's just hold off on the entire New York, New York nation until I feel safe. I'm still in, in somewhat hiding right now. Um, but regarding your New York, New York nation, you know, Alex in Newark, who loves to call up and, and talk about, you know, what cheeseburgers he's eating at three in the morning, along with his beloved 76ers. Have we heard from him yet on this? No, we have not heard from uh, the fat Alex in Newark. I have not heard from Newark. I don't know if he's celebrating the fact that he has James Harden. I could not tell you. But uh, no, I have not heard from Newark. But listen, in all seriousness, he should be very happy. Win, win. Across the board here, I think, for both teams. The Nets should be very happy, and I think the Sixers should be very happy. That's my personal take. Listen, I don't know. I'd love, and I know your listeners have brought it up, I'd love to see this matchup in the playoffs, but I have to be honest with you. As a guy that really has no dog in the fight, I mean, I hate the Nets. I don't really have the same hatred for the Sixers, but as a guy that has no dog in the fight, I think the Nets came off better here, especially with the picks, which, again, if the Sixers finish you know, top five or whatever, who cares? But with the picks... With a guy like Simmons, you don't need another score, right? It was three guys hogging the ball whenever they played together with Harden. Now you have a guy that plays defense, a guy that can, you know, dribble the ball, a guy that can set the open plays. I think it's better for the Nets. I hope we get to see it in the playoffs, and I hope whoever wins goes on and loses to Milwaukee. But when you do have a minute, I'd love to hear what that fat pig in Newark says about this trade. Well, it's a good question, and I got some breaking news for you, Anthony and Syosset, because that's what we do around here. Kristaps Porzingis, our old buddy, our old pal, leaving the Mavericks for the Washington Wizards. Uh, and listen, we mocked, I, I mocked the Knicks when they traded away Porzingis. I could, uh, Porzingis, talk about a guy who has faded into oblivion. He has faded into NBA oblivion, bro. One of the few, one of the few things where they actually look good. Now, it, the deadline is come and gone, right? Or no, we got a few minutes here, it looks like. Uh, are they going to do anything? I mean, are they going to trade Randall for like a bag of rocks at this point? No, because they have to match up the money. No, they have to match up. The, no, you're not hitting your over. The Knicks are cooked. The Knicks season is over. No. They're not getting me 42 wins. No shot. Because I have it too. We're, 
you could flush that money down the toilet. I hope you laid it out in front. You'd be better off if you laid it out. If you didn't lay it out and you put and you gave it to your Brighton Beach bookie, uh, it's going to be pay time by middle April. Just a little food for thought. Just saying. It'll be graded. It'll be graded by the Russians at the end of spring. But listen, enjoy. Uh, you got a ton of listeners, by the way. I think it just went over six hundred. Enjoy LA. We still will discuss Super Bowl at some point. And whenever Alex in Newark is done eating his general chose chicken with the red and white milkshake, I'd love to hear his review of this trade. Well, we're waiting. I appreciate it, Anthony and Sayasit. He likes it from a Nets perspective. I do too. But I like it from a Philly perspective as well because they got the guy they wanted. Philadelphia wanted James Harden. They wanted James Harden. The great Kenny in Staten Island is up next. Kenny boy, how we doing, baby? JJ, all good, all good. Kenny, all good with you. We are rocking. We are rolling here from Los Angeles. Breaking news. We're ready to roll. That's what we do. What's up, man? Listen, I'm not I'm not a Nets fan, but I think they did great on this trade. I think, you know, Harden, wherever he goes, he always forces himself out. And he's played on some good teams with Oklahoma, with Houston, even last year with the Nets, and they've won nothing. So I think it comes down to the big two, Kyrie and uh, Durant, to, to win a championship. You know, and if the Kyrie can get on the court for uh, a full series, the Nets, I think, out of the East will be the favorite with Simmons. Well, they have a legitimate chance, and here's what I like now. They're going to have far more cohesion, I would think, than they would with a disgruntled James Horton going into the playoffs. James Horton didn't want to be there. I-, I don't know what caused the falling out. Maybe we're going to find out over the days ahead, Kenny. Maybe it's Kyrie. Maybe it's management. Maybe it's frustration over the fact that Kevin Durant can't stay on the floor. I don't know what it is. I, I-, I think Horton is tough to take. I think Horton, no worry, is going to be a good soldier there. I think Horton is going to be very happy to be in Philly. But the Nets go and get a super athlete. They go and get a great shooter in Curry. They get a big who can clog up some space with Drummond. I think there's a lot to like for Brooklyn. I really do. I think they did well in this trade. Yeah, and like I said, if the big two uh, are going to play in there healthy, uh, I got the Nets finally beating Milwaukee this year to move on. And like I said, Simmons, Simmons, he's more of a true point guard, I think, because he, he looks to be a facilitator than shooting the ball more. So I think they did very well here. And those two. And don't you think, Kenny, he's in a much better position, right, in Brooklyn than he'd be with the Knickerbockers? Like, people ask me about Ben Simmons to the Knicks. I said, absolutely not. That would be a train wreck. It would not work. It would not make sense. He can blend in with Brooklyn. He's not the best player on the team. He's not the second best player. He's the third best player on the team. They don't have a lot of fanfare. He can kind of blend in, get his game back, and be, you know, uh, an athletic force that can really help the team. I really believe that. Yeah, because if he went to the Knicks, they'd be leaning on him too much, and he would just get frustrated, and then the, the, the booze will start raining down, the usual guarding crowd. But with the Nets, it's a perfect spot for him, perfect landing spot. Kenny, I love it, man. I love it from a Brooklyn perspective. It's amazing. We got NBA news crashing Radio Row at the Super Bowl. But, hey, that's what we do around here, man. When something happens, we break, we make magic, we talk. And uh, I'm sure I'll be talking to you tomorrow getting the official Super Bowl pick. Is that fair to say? You got it, JJ. You got it. The great Kenny in Staten Island is in the lab right now. He's, like, trying to figure out who he likes from a prop standpoint. I know who he likes for the game. I definitely know who he likes for the game. Let's head to uh, Chris is up next. He joins us. What's happening, Chris? What's shaking, baby? Um, um, sorry. Um, I have one minute. Uh, man, uh, I'm a Wizards fan, and uh, this this day has been absolutely insane. Uh, I'm kind of speechless because we should. I don't know why we got KP, but we got rid of Bertans and Dinwiddie. So cool. And also, 
I can't, we kind of have to give Darmorius props because he was right. He was right. I mean, he was right. He, he got what he wanted. Yeah. Just, ugh, man. Can you hear me? I got gotcha. you. I'm just letting you basically take it all in, quite frankly, Chris. Uh, Daryl Morey right now is probably feeling really good about himself because people four or five months ago said there's no way he's going to be able to trade Simmons. Nobody is going to want Simmons. Well, he gets Simmons. And he involves him in a deal with James Harden. Not bad for a guy who didn't play for four, four and a half months. From a net perspective, I know it's James Harden. I know he's this, you know, NBA Hall of Famer. Didn't want to be there. When you got a guy who doesn't want to be there, you got to adjust. Kevin Durant's in his prime. You can't sit around and wait. You don't have the patience to do so. Scotty's up next. What's up, Scotty? Hey, JJ. First of all, before I get to my next point, rest in peace to the National League, uh, 1876, 2022. No more hitters. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Makes me so happy. Long overdue. I don't have to watch Masahiro Tanaka try and run the bases. I don't have to watch Garrett Cole swing a bat. whoop de doo Thank heavens. You know, real quick, me, uh, I mean, I kind of like the distinction between the two leagues, but that was me. But listen, I get it. It is what it is. But my next point, you know, they got rid of Harden, sure, but Harden, Philly, you don't think Harden's going to force his way out of there too? He did it in Houston and he did it with the Nets. I mean, I just don't see. Also, when does uh, Ben Simmons get on the court? I would bet you see Simmons on the court within the next two weeks. That would be my guess. I think sooner rather than later. Just get his body in game shape and then can't kind of take it from there. But listen, Brooklyn Brooklyn should be happy, man. I'm telling you, I think you're going to get the very best out of Ben Simmons. I think this is a good trade for them. And uh, and I don't bet on baseball starting on time, despite what Rob Manfred says. But for our Knicks, I mean, Randall, I mean, this i never seen a fall from grace for one year. Don't, I can, maybe Joe Judge, but Randall, I mean, everybody hates him. They should have traded him. I don't know why he's still here. but just- Well, I mean, forget it, Scott. Trading him is complicated. The issue is the Knicks gave Julius Randle a hundred plus million dollars. Hundred plus million dollars. That's a tough contract to move now, folks. It's a very, very tough contract to move. You kind of feel like they had to do it. He's an all-NBA player. You want to reward your own guys. You want to look like a functional, competent organization. You could do it over again. There's no shot you're giving him that extension. How could you? To Andrew, who's up next. Andrew, take it away, sir. JJ, how you doing? Calling in today from sunny Buffalo, New York. Just in- oh, tremendous. Let me. So what is the, um, what is the, first of all, Andrew, you got to mute for me because I hear myself. Oh, sure. Hold on one sec. See, this is experience from my radio days and telling people to turn their, uh, you know, you know, it's like playing with the feedback. So, Andrew, take it away. Yeah, sorry. I'm in the, I'm in the truck here just uh, playing a little hooky from work. Thinking about this, uh, this Nets 76ers trade. A lot going on from Ben Simmons' perspective. Love him next to Durant. I'd be curious to see the first conversation he has with Kyrie. Is Kyrie going to ask him what it's like to live at the edge of the flat earth? Can he see out into space? From the 76ers' perspective, Daryl Moore, you got to be happy. But Doc Rivers, you trade away Ben Simmons, the picks, Seth Curry. You're trading away your daughter and your grandkids. You just sold your soul to the devil. 
What are you doing? I'm not surprised, though. Let's be honest. This is a guy they've wanted, Andrew, for a long, long time. Daryl Morey has coveted James Harden. He wanted him the minute he got this job. He probably wanted him when he went from Houston to Philadelphia. He ends up in a year detour with the Brooklyn Nets. And now he gets his guy. So I'm not, I'm not surprised by this. His mindset is, I'm going to try and win a title with Embiid and Harden. That's my blueprint. That's my game script. Now we'll see if it works out. Case closed. Who knows what Embiid's window is going to be, right? Is he going to be in his prime for two years, the next five years? You got to shoot your shot. That's what Daryl Morey's thinking here. I love it for the Nets. I love it for the 76ers. I think it's a win-win. I totally agree. It's a win-win for both teams. Brooklyn had a guy who didn't want to be there. Simple as that. Didn't want to be there. You got Durant, prime window of his career. You can't assume that Durant now, folks, is going to be two years from now, three years from now, playing at this level. You don't know. Seize the moment. Seize the opportunity. That's what the NBA has taught me. Seize it. When you got a chance to win, win. He comes back. Irving plays all the time. Now you've got a little bit more diversity on that. One through seven, one through eight. Simmons, Curry. Get Harris back. Mills, who I love. I'm in on this move for the Nets. I am absolutely in on this move for the Nets. Let's head to the great Jeff Money in Queens who joins us. Hello, Money. What's up? What's up? I like the trade. I think it benefits both teams. You know, Harden being, uh, you know, he just he didn't have it well in the, with the Rockets. Now, after a year, he didn't like it with the Nets. So after a year and seven in the 76 land, he'll probably want to leave there too. You know, somebody brought up an interesting point, Jeff Money. Would you rather have Jared Allen? Would you rather have Karis LeVert? Or would you rather have what Brooklyn just brought in for James Harden? That's an interesting conversation. I'd lean toward what they ended up getting. I mean, listen, the upside for a guy like Ben Simmons is going to be far greater than what it is for LeVert. Allen has played really well for Cleveland. That is the sort of big that is lacking from this team. But they went in, they went all in to try and go and get James Harden. They played 14 games together. That was that. It didn't really work out. Now they pivot. Now they move on. And it's a two- or three-year window. You've got to capitalize in the here and now. And it's not about multiple championships for this team. Get to a finals and win a finals. That's all they are looking for. Just get one. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I am hoping for definitely a net 76er playoff. That would be really uh, interesting to watch. Oh, how could you not, man? How could you not? The idea specifically of Ben Simmons, Jeff Money, appreciate it as always, playing in Philadelphia in elimination-type games, oh, I'd be salivating. Absolutely salivating. Mark. Mark. Hey. Mark, there we go. We got you, baby. How we doing? Heads up. Uh, a bunch of screens pop up. To get to unmute, so that that's the... Okay, all right, so listen, sometimes the waiting is the hardest part, but, you know, I'm an impatient person. What can I say? I'm in, uh, I'm in go mode, so it's all good. What do you got for us, buddy? True New Yorker. Um, so the only person I see in the NBA that we could potentially trade Randall for is getting Westbrook off the Lakers. I wanted to hear your thought, if it's an awful idea, or what you would think of Well, here's why you like it. It has nothing to do with Westbrook, who's a total dog. It has everything to do with the years on the contract. Westbrook's deal is up after next year. Randall, you stuck with him for the next couple of years. So from a financial standpoint and financial flexibility, I love it. 
I just don't think it's happening. Why would the Lakers want Randall? That, that's the question I keep going back to. Why would they want Randall? Open up cap space. He's making less than... Yeah, but how much cap space? For a year. For a year. But then Westbrook's off your hands. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yes, for the short term, it would give you cap space. But for the long term, market would not. Appreciate the call. So, no, I don't see it happening from a, a Laker perspective. Deadline's a couple minutes anyway. Let's try this again with uh, Nick, who joins us. Hello, Nick. Hey, John. How's it going? Nick, what up, dude? What's shaking, baby? So, good trade for everybody, uh, for the Sixers and the and the uh, Nets. I still don't think either of them are going to the finals. I still think it's going to be Milwaukee, uh, maybe next year. But I think it's just too much volatility with both these teams, with both these guys. I can understand that. And listen, there are major concerns about both of them. The idea of Harden asking out back-to-back years from two different teams, that would scare me. Now, I think he's going to find love and kumbaya with with Daryl Morey and, and with Joel Embiid because the ball is going to be in his hands a ton. He's going to be able to do what he wants to do. So I, I, I think he'll be all right ultimately. But, yeah, I get that with Harden. And listen, Simmons is a great unknown because the desire is how much basketball does he want to play? I don't know, quite frankly, how much basketball James Harden wants to play. I really, I really do not know. Yeah, and not to mention, you know, Kyrie. Well, but Ben Simmons, excuse me. Ben, oh, listen, forget Kyrie is another one. Kyrie have the vaccine stuff. The guy, the guy lives on a different planet. But that's why, if I'm Brooklyn, I'm maximizing what I'm doing right now, right here and right now. I got Durant. I got him in a two or three year window. I got to strike while the iron is hot. I got to seize the moment. I got to take it from there. All right, well, maybe, you know, maybe Simmons will pass up another shot under the rim. Who knows? I'm just a salty Knicks fan over here, you know, so. <laughs> hey, listen, Nick, I feel like it's going to be a trade deadline where the Knicks do a whole lot of nothing. And basically, you know, I was thinking about this today. The only thing I have excitement for over the next three weeks is just the giddiness of Mike McDaniel press conferences because the Knicks suck. Syracuse is dead. I mean, they are finished now with Edwards being out for the year. Stick a fork in M. I'm not going to have meaningful March basketball. Baseball. <laughs> when, when is that starting? So so what do I have? My bets for the NCAA tournament and Mike McDaniel press conferences. All right. Go get it. Let's try Pakua as our last one. I may have butchered that pronunciation. If I did, I apologize. You can correct me. What's going on? That's okay. Um, For me, when I think about the Brooklyn trade, I have to go... Seth Curry, they've lost a lot with chemistry for that trade. So I'm sure they get better with Harden, but aren't they losing a little bit of chemistry? And the Nets are great and all, but if Kyrie's unable to play half of his games in the playoffs, are those two better than the Brooklyn three with Serge Ibaka, which I actually think is a good pickup for them today? Listen, Brooklyn was in a tough predicament. Philly knew that Brooklyn was in a tough predicament. But guess what? Brooklyn still ends up getting guys who can help them. I do worry about losing Curry's shooting touch. That, that, that is an issue for the Sixers. And you're going to have to see how engaged and how checked in James Harden may be. All right, guys, this was fabulous. Win-win trade. That's the way I see it. Win-win for Brooklyn. Win-win for Philadelphia. Um, I'm going to post this as a pod in case you missed it. We were rocking. We were rolling. We'll be back with all our football stuff later tonight. So, breaking news in the NBA. We got to make magic. All right. I'll be back in a little bit. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. JJ out. Be good, everybody. <laughs>